Bouncing Back with me, James Middleton. Now, I woke up this morning a very happy man, actually, because every morning for the past four weeks, I've been woken up to the sound of drilling. Now, as you know, Barry, my next door neighbour, has had his building work done and today it stopped. There was no building work. I have never appreciated silence so much in my house than I have today. And it's always kind of touch and go because when I'm recording this podcast and and these episodes, I'm always slightly fearful that it's going to be quiet for a little bit and then suddenly in comes the drill for five hours solid. So let's pray that Barry's had whatever he's done to his house and it's finished. And I tell you what, Barry, if you are listening to this on the odd chance, I do plan on having quite a few house parties this summer when when COVID is over. So for a second, don't think that you're going to come over and tell me to keep the noise down because you don't know what I've been going through this last four weeks. And actually, here's a little tip. If you're ever having a house party at your house or a dinner party that you know is going to get a bit rowdy and out of hand, always invite the neighbour. Always invite them because if they say no, you've invited them, they feel included and then probably hopefully won't be so much of an asshole when it comes to telling you to keep the noise down but if they do come over supply them with some good beer champagne wine make them feel relaxed and at home and then if they do go and the party continues then they don't really have a leg to stand on anyway that's enough about barry he's getting a lot of airtime in these episodes so in today's episode i'm going to be discussing a lot about discomfort and being uncomfortable and the idea that it's good to be comfortable being uncomfortable And if you didn't get any of that, don't worry, it it will make sense at the end of it. But it's something that growing up and I think more in my later years of my life, I say that like I'm some 55-year-old man who's seen and done it all. I'm I'm only 27. But the things and the lessons that I've learned a lot in the past few years for me have really come from being uncomfortable and, and experiencing elements of discomfort. Now, I want to talk about challenges a little bit to start off with. I was thinking yesterday after I'd finished my training session, how good it feels when you've worked your ass off to then go and enjoy yourself, to then go and relax. And I've always had the belief that you don't truly appreciate relaxation unless you've worked really hard. Honestly, I think that is the yin and the yang of life. And that's no exaggeration. I I genuinely believe that The enjoyment of relaxation is so much better when you've worked hard for it and you've earned it. And even things like sitting down on the sofa watching Netflix doesn't feel as good when you haven't really earned it. And for me, if I've had a really long day or I've done lots or or I've achieved lots or even if I've just had a stressful day and, and worked quite hard, when I sit down on that sofa and I put my feet up and I watch an episode of something, my God, do I enjoy the shit out of it. And I make sure that I do. And... One of the first decisions that anyone can make is to be comfortable. And as humans, we like the idea of being comfortable. It's easy. We like we like it. We like that environment. We like that circle because we're safe in there. But I don't think that you should try and ever be comfortable. I think it's a very slippery, dangerous slope to be in. And I think, if anything, you should try and earn it. You should try and earn that level of comfort. And I'll explain a little bit about what I mean by that in a second but just something that I think 
over the past few years I've really valued is is when I do relax when I do go on that holiday I make sure that I work my ass off before I go away so when it comes down to sitting on that beach and I get handed that pina colada I've got the sun blaring on my face the sea crashing against the shore I'm thinking holy shit this feels good rather than feeling guilty that I, I don't really deserve to be there or I shouldn't really be away and it's a bit like, you know, when you study really hard for an exam and you absolutely smash it, that feeling is so much greater than when you don't put much effort in and you only just pass. And I think a big factor in life should be to challenge yourself, to think that if it's easy, you're not growing. It's like lifting weights. If you can't do it without trying, you're not going to get any stronger. The only way you're going to get stronger is by challenging yourself and pushing yourself. The whole point of life, of working out, of work, of exams is to is to test yourself and to push yourself and to grow as a result of pushing against and through that resistance. And even the small things, even the small things like getting up at 6am and working out or going for a run, it doesn't even have to be a run, even a walk. There's a bit of resistance doing it. You could have woken up at 7.30, not gone for the walk, not gone for the run and, and woken up in a comfortable state but doing things when you really don't want to do them is how you grow and putting yourself in those little periods of discomfort is actually very good for you i think if you're not seeking out challenges and getting better through them then, then what are you doing in your life and of course you've got people who don't want to do challenges and want to live an easy life and coast through life and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that i think everyone is within their own right to to do what they're what they like with their life you know with, within their means some people will live their whole life being comfortable and and they won't ever really experience any problems or any issues or any challenges but equally they won't experience the great things the amazing things the the euphoria that that you might feel when you overcome something huge in your life so i personally think that if you're not seeking out challenges then then you know what are you living your life for and i know that's a deep question but i quite like these deep questions because they often open up areas of your mind and present ideas that you might not think about and i think it's important to to sometimes ask yourselves these questions so just while you're listening to this episode just think are you doing things in your life that are challenging you are you avoiding things that are challenging you? Have you had challenges previously where you failed or have you had challenges previously where you've overcome them? Just just have a little think about that. Every single person who has ever done something worthwhile, difficult or extraordinary has suffered at some point. Everyone encounters difficulties and it's very subjective. Some people encounter much more difficulties than others and, and other difficulties to someone might not be that difficult to you it's it's very circumstantial but the one thing that there is in common is that there is no easy road it doesn't exist everyone in this world has issues has their problems but it's important that these issues or problems don't dictate your life and if you have time to pursue a hobby you can better yourself when you come up with excuses why other people are better than you or you're not that or you're not this or you can't do this like that's that shit's dangerous and you give yourself an escape and 
everybody has a hard road. I've wanted to give up many times because of too much pressure or lack of self-belief or just something that I, I just didn't think I could overcome and do. And we all go through doubts, moments of difficulty, sometimes depression, and you try and figure out what the hell your path is, what your purpose is. But that is what makes you a person. Difficult moments build characters. Difficult moments build characters. And I often think these kids that are born into these multi-million billionaire families are screwed. They'll never be self-made. They've got all this money in the world. They've got everything at their feet, the click of the fingers. They can have whatever they want. And it creates this big comfort and security, this this wall of security around them that they always have to fall back on, which prevents them from pursuing amazing things. And it's one of the things that I want to promise to myself is when I bring my own kids up, yes, I want to give them opportunities. Yes, I want to give them as much security as possible, but I don't want to give them so much that they think that they've always got that to fall back on. I think it's important to get the balance right where growing up, you feel like you have to fend for yourself a little bit and fight for yourself a little bit. Because although as a, as a parent, it's natural and in a parent's nature to want to look after their child and give them everything that they could ever want but I do think there's a fine line with that and looking back on my childhood I see kind of my parents and I've had a very fortunate upbringing but at the same time it's never been to the extent where I know that you know I don't have to do anything and my parents will always support me they, they've ingrained it from me at a young age that I have to work for myself and fend for myself and fight for myself and if I need their help they'll be there but the primary goal of it is 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 I don't have a comfort net if I want one. And I think that's a very valuable thing to learn as you grow older. And I think safety nets are dangerous. I think falling back on your parents and having them bail you out every time you're in trouble or um, help you every time something goes wrong, it's very dangerous. And you're never going to get it right because somewhere along the line, you, you, you wouldn't have faced enough adversity. And you'll be faced with these problems later on in your life and you'll have no idea what to do. And the days that you want to stay in bed you don't want to do much. There are challenges in your day that are coming up or things in your life that you don't want to do. You have to get up and push forward and just get shit done. It's important to do that so you can develop the tools to keep pursuing your targets every day. If you're soft and you have a cushion behind you, you'll never learn how to cope with this. And I think it's a problem with a lot of these very fortunate people and they think that they're living this great life but as soon as something comes along and slaps them in the face, they are absolutely clueless with what to do. And they panic because they've never had to deal with anything like this. Or if they have, they've always had that cushion behind them to support them. So that's just one thing that I always like to think about. And actually, a lot of people get jealous of, you know, these kids and people growing up in super rich families with, with the whole world at their feet and anything they want to do. But actually, I feel a little bit sorry for them because they'll go through life not really experiencing it properly and there's this passage from meditations that I really like which I've actually learned off by heart because I studied a bit of meditations when I was at university in my philosophy degree I'm a little bit of a nerd at heart you might start to realize this as we go through the episodes but the quote is this practice where it seems impossible the left hand is useless at almost everything for lack of practice but it guides the reins better than the right from practice now, this brings me on to my next point that 
not everything that's hard or challenging is good of course you know there's a lot of hardship in the world that's that brings no real good from it but almost everything good is hard and not in a sexual way you dirty buggers but think about all the things that you're good at now there was a time when you weren't good at them right when they were hard and you worked at it and despite feeling deficient and frustrated and wanting to quit you saw a glimpse of goodness and you dug out of a bit of progress and you felt a glimmer of confidence and you chose to keep at it and you grew as a result and I like to use the example of looking at you know someone who's never ridden a bike before let's I mean I was going to say Lance Armstrong but he's not the best example but let's just look at Lance Armstrong okay I mean I know he took loads of drugs in order to win or Chris Froome actually let's use Chris Froome because he's he's British and and so am I and it feels a bit more moral so Chris Froome at one point he couldn't ride a bike and he practiced and he practiced and he practiced someone like Michael Phelps the greatest swimmer that ever lived I mean he's probably half fish but there was a time in his life where he couldn't swim, but he practiced and he practiced. He got through those frustrating times and wanting to quit and saw that bit of progress that he made. And that's what allows these people to achieve great things. You know, everyone starts from a clean slate. Every professional swimmer, Olympic swimmer out there at one point couldn't swim. Every professional cyclist at one point couldn't ride a bike. Now, so much is in our minds. We're scared of failure, but failure is honestly one of the most important things that you can ever have for motivation to do things differently if you don't fail then you don't understand how to to make changes in your life for the better and you don't understand how to change your path and change your methods in order to overcome whatever challenge you have in front of you i think the feeling of being weak or non-motivated or lazy is is a weak feeling and and when you're in that mindset you don't respect yourself it can be applied to anything, your fitness journey, your career, whatever it is, there is something on the other side so good always. No matter what you face, no matter what challenges you face, whether they are brought on to you from your own fault, from the universe, from around you externally, but there is always something good on the other side of something that seems challenging and difficult initially. You just need to push through continuously to experience it. And it's what I tell my clients every day who wants to quit or give up or I get a, a DM or a message or someone emails me to say James I can't do this anymore I want to quit I've tried and tried and tried I've tried all these diets I've tried all these training programs all these coaches I just can't do it anymore but it's why we have to fight those urges to quit because of that thing there's something on the other side that it is always good and why we have to keep at it and why we have to seek out the challenges because would we know anything about ourselves if we never did if we sauntered through life casually and never faced any kind of challenge, would we truly know who we are? That's why it's important to take any challenge that happens in your life that comes your way to take it head on. And I know it's a cliche, but you've got to grab it by the horns, stare at it in the face and see how you can best overcome it because it will build who you become who you are today as a result of the challenges that you have faced in your life and if you potter through life without any challenges and avoiding them you'll be half the person you could be and that personally is one of my biggest fears to get to the end of my life look back and think gosh I wish I'd taken more steps into the unknown I'd wish I'd taken on more challenges because maybe you know at 90 years old maybe I could have been someone better maybe I'm not 
my full potential. That is honestly one of my biggest fears. And it's something that I use to motivate myself, that vision of looking back in my life. And whoever it is up there, wherever you go, let's just say, you know, it's God for this, um, for this sake. You know, God's saying to you, so James, this is your life. This is how it was. This is who you could have been. That is genuinely something that scares me. I do not want that to happen. I do not want to look back on my life and think, gosh, I could have been this person, but I didn't challenge myself enough. I didn't do enough. And we're on this journey of life. And sometimes we're not always going to make the right steps. Sometimes we'll get stuck and we'll get lost in the woods. But we have to have a backup and we have to try again and again and again. Because if you don't have the resources to back up and try again, then you've trapped yourself. And even if you try again and fail, at least by trying again, you've built up those resources. It doesn't matter how many times you fail. First hurdle, if you fail at that and you reach the second hurdle, at least then you've learnt about yourself from that first failure. And you've built up that ammunition in your locker that you can use to overcome the next hurdle and so on and so on. So that's why even overcoming challenges, it's great if you do, but if you don't, you're still growing as a person you're still building up those resources to have as backup in case it happens again and the crazy thing about life and and the system is that it sets up honeypots for you to get trapped in all the time so you need to build up this resource this ammunition to to get over these things you won't always get over them but even by not doing so you will be developing as a person and i think that's one of the most important things that you can do in your life as long as you are growing then you are getting better I always say that you're better off jumping and seeing how far you can jump than not jumping at all. That for me is again, like I, I have all these little quotes that I like to use that are in my head. And sometimes, you know, I think about when I need a bit of an inspiration or, or motivation. And, and, and that's one of them. And I've always had the mindset of better to try and fail then never try at all because you don't want to make those regrets and, and I'll come on to regrets later on. But that also brings me on to the kind of second area that I want to talk about and that is this area of being uncomfortable and discomfort. And it draws back to the title of this episode and the idea of jumping when you don't want to jump. We've all been in that position where we're faced with fear. And let's just say as an example, it's jumping out of, uh, out of a plane. I know it's not something we've all done. I haven't done it. I'm very keen to do it. But just roll with this example okay so you're about to jump out of a plane everything in your body is is saying no you've got all these negative thoughts about what might happen the parachute might not open i'm two miles up high in the sky and once i leave this plane i'm in the hands of the dude strapped onto the back of me or lady and he is responsible for my life now and you have all these negative thoughts which just as a side note did you know that negative thoughts are actually four to seven times more powerful than positive ones if you say something out loud, it's 10 times more powerful. So you've got negative thoughts, which are four to seven times more powerful than positive ones. And if you say something out loud, it's 10 times more powerful. So if you say a negative thought out loud, it's 40 to 70 times more powerful than if you were to say a positive one. How mad is that? So when you do face discomfort, for the love of God, don't say anything negative out loud, all right? Because you know how powerful that can actually be and how much of an impact a negative impact that can be as an example if you're about to jump out of a plane do not say my god no way am i jumping out of this damn plane i'm gonna die what am i doing because that will just scare the shit out of you it's trivial but this can be applied to everyday life too another example maybe you're sitting in traffic and if you shout oh this traffic is ridiculous 
there's too many cards on the roads, I'm going to be late, this is a nightmare, suddenly you're going to be overpowered with negative thoughts and it's going to put you in a different mood. So just avoid saying anything negative out loud. And if you're going to say anything out loud, make it positive, a lot more powerful and better for you. Now, we all have different circumstances. I don't know yours. I don't know the next person's. But what I do know is that all we can do is control what's in our power. Humans are the best creatures in the world at adapting. Adapting to try and take control is a very important thing to at least be conscious of. And like I said earlier, I have these quotes in my head that I like to bring out and they're probably worth just noting down or just putting in your phone or whatever because they honestly really help me and they're great and it's nice just banging out a quote every now and again. But one of one of my favorite ones is this and I say this to myself a lot when I'm struggling or I'm going through a, a big challenge in my life or maybe a period of being uncomfortable and here it is. So heroes are born not in times of ease but during periods of discomfort. Now human beings are tougher than we know, more resilient than we know and every time I'm faced with having to take a jump, a leap of faith or there's something going on in my life and that can be anything business related, family related, perhaps you've lost a loved one, perhaps your dog's died, perhaps you've been rejected from a top university, perhaps you've been fired from your job. How you deal with these things when you're feeling uncomfortable and you're in that period of discomfort is what will define you. It's a very comforting thing when you have that quote in your head, you know, heroes are born not in times of ease, but during periods of discomfort, because it makes you realize that you can turn negative things in your life into positives always you can always turn a negative into a positive and it's one of the first things that I try and do and having that mindset really really helps me personally push through things and see the positives out of shit things going on in life so next time you're faced with something difficult or you're in this area of discomfort and it can be anything it can literally be anything just anything that makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable maybe even a cold shower in the morning i don't know something as trivial as that just say to yourself heroes are born not in times of ease but during periods of discomfort and i promise you knowing that you are getting stronger even just standing under that cold shower for 30 seconds is a fantastic mindset to be in. And it's just something that's really helped me. So I wanted to share with you. Now, moving on to uh, another point that I think has also tremendously helped me and something I've read a lot about and I read and listen to a lot of great creators and artists and entrepreneurs and athletes talk about is that hard things make you happy. No, no keep your pants on I don't mean that in a sexual way but use your imagination for a couple of seconds and you can you know just have a little laugh at the fact that hard things make you happy I mean in fact hard things do make a lot of people happy but what I really mean when I say hard things make you happy is this life is too short to be unhappy right I mean actually you know what when someone says that to me life's too short to be unhappy I personally think life is pretty damn long I mean I'm sure when I get to 80 years old, God forbid I do, I'm not going to look back and think, God, that life was short. I mean, it's a pretty long time. There are definitely elements of life that fly by. Completely agree with that. But by and large, I think life isn't actually that short. Anyway, if you don't feel good, you need to do things that make you feel good, right? And I'm not talking about things like, you know, going and taking a load of mushrooms and lying in a field and having a massive, amazing trip, although I'm sure that would make you feel good. I'm not talking about those kinds of things. I'm talking about these kinds of things to make you feel good, the hard things. And hard things are things often that we really don't want to do. As an example, how do I feel good? Go for a run. 
go to the gym and work out. Go do a workout in your living room. Oh, but James, I don't want to go for a run. I don't want to go work out. No one wants to go for a run. I mean, okay, some people do actually like running, but I personally don't think anyone sits there and goes, oh, you know what? I'm really craving to go for a run right now. Or even myself, I never sit there. I love training. I never go, you know what, mate? I'm really craving going to the gym. I just, I, I don't do that. I think you're a bit of a psychopath if you do that. I mean, personally, I just don't. I think running is terrible. It's okay. It's nice. But yeah, no one ever goes, I really, really want to work out right now. Maybe like twice a year on some good days. But you, you've got to do it anyway, right? I don't want to train. You think sometimes it's pissing with rain, it's dark, it's wet, it's cold. No one goes, I'm go- I want to go run outside. But you do it anyway. You do it anyway. Why? Because you'll feel better when you get it done. You will feel like you've achieved something. The amount of times I have not wanted to train, and again, it's a trivial example, but the amount of times I have not wanted to train and I've done it and afterwards, I have felt euphoric. I felt like a champion, a king. Because I've achieved something, I've made progress. And progress is what, equals happiness it's pretty simple progress equals happiness if you want life to change you have to change and if you want to get better you have to be better it's the only way that it happens and you have to be able to do the hard things because this is what brings you so much fulfillment and no one is going to do it for you when it's hard when it is pissing with rain and it's cold and it's dark and you've got to do it and you've got to go for a run no one is going to do it for you and you can sit there and moan all you like about things but that won't change anything and what i've also learned is that no one gives a shit no one gives a shit if it's hard in your life if you're struggling with things in your life or there are challenging things in your life no one actually really cares and i'm just speaking truths here everyone is too self-obsessed and has their own shit going on in their life most of the time people don't care luck will show up for people and it will leave them but if you're constantly approving who you are and what you give then game over and getting things is not going to make you happy it doesn't matter what you get it doesn't matter if it's money or opportunity all those things may excite you for the moment even a relationship as magnificent as it may be and as exciting for a while if you don't keep growing that relationship for example isn't going to stay exciting And it brings me back to that point. The secret to real happiness is progress. And you make progress by doing the hard things and by being in uncomfortable positions and by growing. And all of that leads to this state of happiness. And if we can make progress on a regular basis, we feel alive. You don't have to work on changing. Change is automatic. Your body is going to change whether you want it to or not as the years go by. You're going to get older. You're going to get gray hair. You're going to get saggy boobs, whatever. The weather, your relationship, everything in life is always changing. We don't have to work on change. It's automatic. But progress is not. Work on progress. And I say this every day to my clients. It's about progress. It's about every day being a little bit better than you were yesterday. I'm going to go back to the cold shower example. Personally, I hate cold showers. The shower is the one moment or two moments or three if I'm having three in the day where I can just stand naked under some warm water, close my eyes and just be by myself without being disturbed and just have my own thoughts. That's my time. So I don't want to stand in particular under some freezing cold water. But every now and again, I will do that. I'll do it for 30 seconds. And then the next day I'll do it for 35 seconds. And the next day I'll do it for 40 seconds. Because again, I'm putting myself in an environment where I'm feeling uncomfortable. And every day by adding five seconds on, I'm making a bit of progress with how long I can stand under that cold shower for. And again, you can apply this to so many things in your life. 
even if you normally get up at 7am, set your alarm for 5-2, then 10-2, then quarter two, and get up five minutes earlier every day for a week just to challenge yourself just because you're getting a little bit less sleep it's just a little mind game that you can play with yourself that can slowly build that progress and that feeling of you're getting somewhere and you're developing and you're growing and again I know those are those are silly examples but actually those kinds of examples are great ones that you can start off with one of my clients actually said to me the other day James how do I look better naked and and you may think oh that's a pretty simple question and I gave a pretty simple answer I mean the crux of it put very simply is eat less food have a healthy diet and train and exercise but James I don't want to eat less food I love my food and I don't want to go to the gym I hate training neither do I Susan neither do I I don't want to eat less food when I want to trim up and lose a bit of weight and a lot of the time, I don't particularly want to go to the gym, but I do it anyway. That's where motivation comes from. You know, and I often say to people, motivation is doing things when you're up for doing it and you feel like doing it. But discipline is doing things regardless of how you feel. And you may think, you know, all us fitness guys and girls love training. I promise you, we don't. I mean, only the like weirdos do. Most of us don't enjoy it as much as we make it out to be. I mean, I basically go to the gym just to have an hour to listen to some good music and mess around and also lift some weights. And I do train hard. I do train hard, but I don't actually enjoy, you know, squatting up and down 20 times, 30 times with a shitload of weight on my back. But I know it's making me better and I know I'm improving and I love how it makes me feel. And I love seeing progress week on week. I love seeing that I'm lifting 5kg heavier or 10kg heavier. And I like seeing the hard work paying off. It's so rewarding. I cannot tell you you can do those things too. You just have to put your mind to it and have that mindset in your head of I'm doing this, it's hard, but it's making me happy for a number of different reasons that I've just spoken about. Making progress, doing hard work takes a lot of discipline. It does. And that's why not everyone does it because not everyone has that self-discipline. And self-discipline is like a muscle. You know, the more you train it, the stronger it gets. It doesn't just arrive you don't just you're not just born with self-discipline you have to work on it and it's another fundamental part of growth and learning to be comfortable being uncomfortable and I talk a lot about self-discipline and regret and these are two things that I think are massive again in this whole sphere of of being uncomfortable and using this discomfort to grow and and become the best version of yourself I think talking of self-discipline and regret that in life we must suffer one of those two pains, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And if we live a lazy, undisciplined life and we just give into our feelings and we act on these emotional impulses all the time, we're going to make poor choices that we regret later on. Guaranteed. I've experienced that before. I'm sure you have. We would be much better off just to discipline ourselves right now so that later on we don't have to carry that heavy load of regret. And regret is one of the worst things that a human can experience it's terrible looking back on things and regretting things it's just something that scares the life out of me but if you're disciplined with yourself now then you will create more freedom for yourself in the future and that's what it's about it's about disciplining yourself now so that later on you you do have that freedom to enjoy yourself and often people who aren't disciplined find that they're more unhappy later on because they don't have that freedom. So avoid making poor choices now that you'll regret later on. And by that, I mean you should sacrifice immediate pleasure in exchange for long-term self-respect and self-love. Without that sacrifice, without that self-discipline, success is impossible, period. You'll hear anyone say that. It is impossible to do anything 
worthwhile without having some sacrifice and self-discipline. And as humans, we are tempted by so much. There is so much of that immediate pleasure. I'll just have, you know, those few slices of pizza because it's going to taste so good. But actually, you know, if you're on a fitness journey, think about the longer term. Think about that might be undoing a bit of your hard work. And you might think, again, it's like a one-off. Oh, just, just this one time, let me have it. Just this one time. Oh, it's so good. That immediate pleasure. Let me just get it that one time. But over the course of weeks, months, years, that little one moment builds and builds and builds and builds and can be catastrophic to things that you're wanting to achieve. And on that, I don't mean self-discipline as, as self-punishment. It's not that. It's, it's far from that. In fact, self-discipline is the complete opposite. It's the definition of self-love. So if you say to yourself, hey, I know you want to eat that pizza and it'll be really good, but I can't let you eat that pizza because if you eat that pizza, you're going to feel like shit. And I love you too much, James. I love you too much to let you eat that. Or if you're studying really hard for an exam and your friends are going out partying, you would love to do that. You would love that immediate pleasure to go out and party. But you said, you say to yourself, James, I respect and I care about you too much to let you fail this exam. So you're going to stay in and study and then you can enjoy it after. If you do well in your exams now, you're going to have that freedom to fully relax and enjoy yourself after. So discipline here is not punishment. It's foregoing that immediate pleasure for the exchange of that long-term self-respect. And it's about getting command of your mind to be able to choose actions that are in your own best interest. And look, I'm not saying pizza is a bad thing. I'm all for pizza, but I'm all for it when it's in my best interest, when it suits me, not all the time. And if you want to be happy, you have to love yourself and you have to treat yourself with that respect. And this means you have to discipline your behavior with whatever it is. That road to sustained happiness and success is through disciplining your behavior. And that comes through a lot of self-control and self-love. And it's something that doesn't, like I said, come overnight. It's something that you have to work on day in, day out. But generally, people with better self-control are happier and healthier and they have stronger relationships and better career success. They manage stress better. They live longer. They steer clear of bad habits. Self-control, self-discipline, self-love is what allows us to keep our commitment to ourselves. And by being self-disciplined, you will find that you get more used to that feeling of discomfort. You will become better at feeling comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's what it's about. It's about staying disciplined, pushing through that discomfort to then reap the rewards on the other side and a big issue with self-discipline is excuses and I'm going to quickly talk about excuses because they are something that you want to get rid of in your life and something that a lot of people use as reasons to avoid any kind of challenges or wanting to step into that sphere or zone of being uncomfortable now, here is a list of the top excuses that I hear on a daily basis. James, I'm too tired. I mean, that's the biggest excuse, hands down. Trust me, I've used that before. Everyone has. I don't have the energy. I'm not in the mood. Now is not the right time. I'm too busy. Oh, I can't afford it. I don't have enough money. What else? I didn't sleep that well last night. Oh, my schedule means I don't have time. We hear them all the time. I certainly have given my share of excuses. You will have as well. And you may be guilty of saying some of these things yourself. But the thing is, excuses are valid. And this is the tricky thing. They are valid. A lot of the time they're true. And because they're valid, they're a good justification as to why we can't do something. And we trick our minds and our ego into thinking that because we have this excuse, we're okay. I don't know. As an example, maybe you had a troubled upbringing. That means you find it hard to open up. Maybe you've been cheated on and therefore you lack trust when it comes to meeting someone else. Maybe you didn't have an education, so you find it hard finding a job. 
Maybe you're up all night attending to your crying baby, so you're too tired to work out today, right? All these excuses are real, and that's the problem, okay? They're real, but they do not serve you. So even though you have this incredibly valid thing, you have to find a way to get them out of your life. They're so dangerous, and they are the reason why so many people don't achieve what they want to do in life, and the reason why so many people avoid challenges, avoid doing hard things, and avoid being self-disciplined because of excuses. And it's why so many dreams are taken to the grave with people because some people will always, always, always find an excuse not to do something or why they didn't achieve something riddled with excuses all the time. But do you really want to be that person that's all about excuses, that lets excuses get in the way of what you really want to do with your life? Just ask yourself that and think about the next time you give an excuse or you hear an excuse from someone, just think about it. Do you want to stop that from allowing you to achieve things in your life and do what you're passionate about? Do you really want to become that person that comes to the end of their life and looks back and is filled with regret because you've made so many excuses of not doing something? I mean, that thought, again, it just scares the shit out of me. I'm usually quite sympathetic towards people when they have an excuse because I know that a lot of the time it's valid, but the sympathy goes when I know that person is just using one to get out of doing something or justify why they haven't done something. And sometimes I feel like saying, look, your excuses are the only thing that is stopping you from getting you to where you want to be. And they usually reply, shit, when you put it like that, coach. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But it's true. And it's it's incredibly accurate a lot of the time. So on the path of achieving things and doing the hard things, taking challenges face on and working through these periods of discomfort make sure you get excuses out of your life because you'll very quickly start to see that you will make progress and you'll start seeing changes and you'll start doing things that maybe you don't want to do but you'll feel 10 times better after for doing it and that's how we feel good and it goes back to my earlier point about doing things we don't want to do and doing the hard things and doing them anyway regardless of how we feel you know, those excuses lurking in the forefront of our minds, sure, they'll be there, recognize them, but get rid of them because they don't serve any purpose to you. And you'll find that moving forward and taking action without them is much, much easier. So I want to wrap this episode up and leave you with another little quote. You're going to start loving my quotes by the end of this podcast. But here's this quote, and this kind of ties everything in that I've spoken about today from the challenges the the doing the hard things, the self-discipline, the excuses. So here it is. Be not afraid of discomfort. If you can't put yourself in a situation where you are uncomfortable, then you will never grow. You will never change. You'll never learn. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really, really appreciate it if you could give it a five-star rating as this will help the podcast be seen by more people who might like to listen to it. If you don't like it, just keep quiet about it, okay? (laughs) But of course, feel free to share it with your friends, family, you know, on your social media. And and don't be shy of tagging me in any posts you do because I love to see who's listening um, and who is enjoying what I am talking about. But once again, thank you so much and I will see you at the next episode.